The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Washington football Nation, what is going on? Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki. <laughs> How you feeling, man? Man, I'm feeling good as always. You know, we're getting a lot of weather over here, but uh, nothing compared to Texas. So, you know, just be thankful that we're doing all right. How How about you? How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Like you said, just out here in the snow and um, <laughs> Not too bad right now. Apparently, supposed to get a little bad overnight. So, mm-hmm. I'm getting a lot of snow this year compared to other years. So, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, and me too. I like snow. Do you like snow? I love it. I do too, man. Like I, uh, inconvenience and all, I enjoy it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's just something. And then when it really does like cover everything and everything is white, it's just really cool to me. Yeah. Um, and like I have been like I got stuck in the snow at least twice and like had to walk <laughs> and then. When it snowed last week, I was or when it, we, we had the ice storm, I was doing right. a, you know, like a delivery and where I was going, I knew there was a hill and it was a neighborhood <laughs> that had not been paved. And I was like, I should not take my car down this hill. <laughs> I drive a Mustang for anybody who doesn't know. So like it's, you know, it's a wrap. The, the minute there's a thin layer of ice, I shouldn't be out there. So I stopped and walked like, I don't know, it was probably maybe a quarter of a mile to just oh deliver goodness. the stuff and but like i don't know why i enjoyed it i was like this is cool like i could slip and fall but like this is fun <laughs> I, i'm glad we can uh, relate in that area because i like the snow yeah so, i'm more so i don't like the. i mean I, I like it too more so of the i guess the family time to bring because you stuck together you know yes, movies yeah. and I'm, I'm more so that it is a guy, vibe you know, it is a vibe especially when like when you're like when no one's working from home so you have a, like you yes. said a snow day and it's like you can't oh go anywhere do anything yes. yeah it's it's real cool um so yeah we you know we are getting more than usual i'm hoping we get one like bigger one like me too oh before it's goodness. all said and done give me like like a foot or so <laughs> i would love that <laughs> my, my fiance in in near seattle they got 20 inches what really Wow! Said, Do they get snow like right that there. up there? Do they get like winter? No, that was that was rare. Wow! Typically, Man. where the area she's at, they get rain. Okay, yeah, they got twenty inches. Twenty inches. That's that's what I want. That would I would love Me that. Too. I just I don't like I don't. <laughs> it is what it is. I don't care. Like people, I know people hate snow. I would love twenty inches. That would just be fun. <laughs> 
and then go like I'll find somewhere, find a nice hill to go slide yes. down or something. Snowball fight. I don't know. Um, <laughs> everyone's getting snow, but us though. Like everyone that doesn't get snow, like Texas is getting like really hammered, and then yeah. Arkansas and and then what Washington State. But, right. So hopefully we get ours. Um, okay, I guess we can talk some Washington football. I do want to. So as always, this episode is brought to you by Hot Chicken Kitchen. In Woodbridge, Virginia, try them out. Just went there last week again, got the chicken strips. And those are some like juicy strips. <laughs> like they're not like all breading and then a little bit of meat. No, it's all meat with the wow. thin layer breading. It's it's thick and it's man, it's good. <clears throat> so go to Hot Chicken Kitchen. Uh, if you listen to our podcast and you enjoy it, first of all, thank you. Second of all, if you have iPhone or iPad, have app access to Apple Podcasts, and please go on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review, but at least a rating. So, Tay, someone gave us a one-star rating. I don't know what we did to deserve that. <laughs> I don't know why someone gave us one star. I mean, we've never been that bad. It feels like <laughs> someone was kind of hating. But um, so they messed up our perfect five-star rating. So if you do enjoy our podcast, to offset that, please go on there. <laughs> and hopefully don't give us one star, but like, you know, give us a good rating. So we never say that ever. Like we never ask people to subscribe, like subscribe to subscribe and leave a review and all that. We never say it. But so we would appreciate that. Um, I think that was it. I think that was all the the house cleaning stuff that I had. So house housekeeping, housekeeping, house cleaning, whatever. All right. So we've got a couple things to touch on. We had a conversation about trade. Um, trading in the draft and just a look at what it may cost based on previous trades. And we're going to have that. We're going to go into that conversation, but we have to talk about some recent stuff. First being Heineke and his new contract. Uh, it looked like a two year, eight and a half million dollar deal. And it's really a one year, $1.5 million deal, <laughs> but it means that they want him around for competition either, you know, as a starter or backup. What do you like? How, well, I guess, what are your thoughts on the contract? Okay. I think it's it fits into what what they're trying to do. I know Ron has mentioned time and time again he wants competition, right? And I think it's going to be a good one. I don't know who the third person is going to be. It's going to be Alex Kyle, but I think we get Kyle for a little under a million, right? As well, yeah, Kyle will be I think even cheaper as yeah. a restricted so, free agent. So I always like that, you know, like guys that just really battle. You know, they they have nothing. They have everything they gain, you know. Yep. And um, I think it's going to be a good competition. Uh, I think you reward Heineke for what he did for us last year in that Panthers game and um, also in the Bucks game. So right. I really enjoyed it. And I really uh, – and I love Heine- – I like Heineke a lot. I wouldn't go, to, go as far. I've heard some fans say, this is our quarterback. This is our quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite there yet, no. but I think he's a good stopgap slash serviceable to get you to the guy that you need. It's interesting. No position in in football is more like gains more credit and respect after just one game than quarterback. Like no matter what the past has been and Heineke doesn't have a much of a past. So I'm not trying to discredit mm-hmm. what he did, but like more Mariota's one game, you know, Heineke, and then to to take that one game and then say, I think he can be a quarterback, like a franchise quarterback. And I'm not saying that it's guaranteed he can't, but I am saying there have been a lot of quarterbacks to play a really good five quarters of football. So, you know, the I guess the question is, will we get a chance to see? 
it'll be interesting because at this point, Tay, right, they're not getting Matthew Stafford, not getting Jared Goff. Uh, Derek Carr does not seem to be available. Like, they're not getting Sean Watson, Russell Wilson, all those. So when you look at the list that's left, including the draft, there's really no one they're bringing in at this point who is not going to be competing to start as opposed to being handed the job. Like, there's no, there's no one you're trading for now like likely that is going to come in and say, you're the starter unquestioned Mariota, Darnold. I mean, and even if you trade up, which, you know, we hope they do, but who knows, it'll be tough. But if they trade up for fields or Lance or Wilson, whoever, even Mac Jones, it's going to be a competition. So that's why I feel Heineke may have a chance. It'll be interesting. Jay Gruden was talking with Kevin Sheehan, which was a great interview. Um, if we if we can talk about that maybe some other time, but that was great. But he was just talking about how it's he thinks it's in his mind it's impossible to have a three way competition at quarterback and training camp. Like trying to get three, get, trying to split up first team reps with three guys is hard to do. And so for Washington, I wonder if they're going to have a competition between Heineke and Allen and whoever the third person is, or between that third person and Heineke or Allen. You know, and then a uh, Heineke and Allen for backup. So I wonder whether I'm just kind of curious about that, who will be competing with the starter ultimately and who will be competing for the backup job, whether that will be Taylor Heineke or Kyle Allen. It'll be interesting to see. But yeah, it's definitely I mean, it made sense to do. There's no reason not to give him a million dollars. It doesn't it doesn't make a difference either way. I mean, but uh, it was good. And then Kyle Allen will be back. He's also Kyle Allen is apparently supposed to be fully ready to go in April. Mm. So that's another thing. I didn't know how long that would linger on. So continuing on the quarterback trend and it's kind of, you know, it's always nice when you wait to record and it works out, yeah. uh, especially around now when anything could happen at any moment with Carson Wentz just being traded to the Colts, which makes a ton of sense. I think he's going to actually find his success again. The Colts just have quarterbacks always like they went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck to Phillip Rivers to now Carson Wentz. But the, the compensation is what really sticks out, a third-round pick and then a conditional second that could turn into a first. So for Washington, looking at, I mean, I don't know if they're looking at Sam Darnold or Mariota, which we'll talk about him in terms of trade, but it kind of like settles all of the overpaying conversations that were happening. Yep. You know, yep. the two first, the golf, it's like, no. No, I think the value will be more realistic. I don't know. What do you think? I think so, too. I think that that's the first thing I thought about when I saw the trade. I said, yes, you know, finally, we can go back to the original market. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I think, I mean, was Matt Stafford really worth that much? Um, uh, that's a debate. I mean, we'll no, to... I mean, I, no, no, yeah, I don't think so. But, but, but because they were trying to dump golf, they yes. had to give that much. Yeah, so exactly. They were desperate. Exactly. They were desperate you know? and, and, and they were just being extra aggressive because I guess. They feel like they can win a Super Bowl. Right. But like on average, I'd say no. Stafford is not yeah. worth that. If he was three, four years younger, then oh, I'd man. Say, yeah. Yeah. Right. Same. Um, so yeah, I mean, talking about Mariota, which, you know, to me honestly, I could see it happening. I could see it happening regardless of um whether or not they draft or even trade up or anything. I could see them bringing in Marcus Mariota. The interesting thing about it is that right now his his cap hit, his contract is like 10 or 11, right around 10 or 11 um, million dollars. And however, if he is like, if he's a starter, there's an escalator in his contract that takes it up to like $20 million. And so a team that would trade for him 
that contract would carry over. And a team like Washington that would trade for him, which he's probably going to be your starter, suddenly now we're probably going to have to pay him $20 million. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the Raiders, who need to work out some cap stuff, I believe they are around $19 million over the cap, mm. can clear out about $11 million of cap space by cutting Mariota. They also gave Nathan Peterman a million dollars, and Jake, John Gruden seems to love him. So it really seems like the Raiders are going to either give Mariota away for nothing or cut him. And I don't know if I see a team trading him for a $20 million potential contract, right? Not this year. Not this no. year. I mean, I could see Mariota signing a one-year, you know, what, $8 million with, mm-hmm. like, incentives up to, like, 13 or, you know, maybe something right. like that. Maybe mm-hmm. less than that, honestly. <laughs> but I don't think there's going to be a lot of people looking to say, first of all, they bring him in, he's going to start, probably. Compete but start, and then want to pay him $20 million. And then on the flip side, you'd say, well, if you wanted to be sure you could get him and not have to try to, you know, pry him in free agency, then maybe you trade for him. But at that point, you're giving up like a fifth, sixth, seventh in my mind. So I don't think I see a trade for Mariota necessarily happening. If it is, I think it'd be for a late pick. Otherwise, I think that they may just sign him a free agency. Yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm kind of iffy on Mariota because I feel like, you know, what does that do? I mean, is that better <laughs> quarterback play from last year? Uh, I just feel like I'm it doesn't move the needle much, you know? Uh, no, uh, so unless you get, <laughs> no, go unless ahead. You get, unless, unless you get like I mean, train like, lights or something to sit behind them. Yeah. So what we're going to say, them, Sorry, unless you get say? some weapons, some real weapons, some weapons, you know, some real weapons. Right. Yes. You know, right. Even then it's like, uh, yeah. So the, what I what I want to say in in response to that is as you know as having a podcast and trying to build a platform and like discussing just everything like it makes sense to discuss, but ultimately like me as the fan, I don't care about any of these other quarterbacks they could get, <laughs> like Mariota or Darnold right. or or Brissett. Yeah. I don't care about any of them because me neither. Realistically, they're not going to be a franchise quarterback, and my my mm-hmm. bar is very high. Um, I'm more interested in Mac Jones one because I'm always going to be more interested in the unknown than what I believe is the known Mariota was drafted in 2015. He started for 15, 16, 17, 18 and 19 and then got benched and then Tannehill came and took over that offensive. So I'm not saying that this is kind of my analogy I was doing in my head because I, I, I talk about this in my head, but like the book on Mariota is not quite closed, but we're on like the last page or the second to last page Mm -hmm. and barring some, insane twist we know what the story is we can close the book darnold we're in the last chapter like again we we pretty much know what the story is maybe the writer has some some shocking twist in there at the end but realistically darnold's the book on him is probably what we think it is uh brissett ryan fitzpatrick like the book is closed on them for sure we know what they are so i don't really i don't care because they're not the long-term mm-hmm. answer and it and beamish said it if they're not going to come in here and and be the franchise quarterback i don't i don't care and I see more potential in Mac Jones because he's never played in the yeah. NFL, but he has shown an ability to play at a high level at college. I'm not going. I'm not going to talk about the talent around him, Tay. I'm sick of that. All I know is he has he has some potential despite his limitations. I'd rather draft him in the first round than just see what Mariota has to offer. That's just me. So, and I'm always just more attracted to the rookie and like you know the unknown. I I don't care about Mariota or any of that, but 
but that may be where we're headed. And I guess, I mean, it, you know, we have to talk about it because some people do care, even if we don't care, other people care. Those are my thoughts on it. I don't, we, we didn't plan to end up here, but those, those are my Polian. thoughts. Chris Polian, that's the one we have to get to. Yes. Uh, brought in as director of what pro personnel. Yep. Um, and he was out of the league for a year before he joined Washington, obviously son of Bill Polian. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I'm like, I don't, you know, we don't ultimately know exactly what he'll be doing day to day, what his, you know, input will be and all that. And he comes from, you know, a good lineage and he was in Jacksonville for a number of years. Let me pull that up uh, quickly. He was in Jacksonville and people always just look at, you know, what team they were on and say, well, then they're bad. Um, he was the director of pro personnel for Jacksonville from 2013 to 2019. He was a GM or vice president and gm for the colts for a couple years vice president of football operations for the colts for four years and at the end of the day he's just got a lot of experience in nfl front offices and i'd imagine that's why he was brought in because they really seem to like guys who have like ron seems to really like guys who have lots and lots of experience so yeah yeah he'll just he'll he'll be part of the team i don't have many thoughts other than that just he's got lots of experience yeah i'm excited i'm excited because you got a lot of guys in there um that are just the whole front office is is just it's 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 a legit NFL front office. Yeah, yeah. And I can't wait to see them all on the field training camp. Just I just I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I'm just I'm ready for uh, the draft is really what I'm I'm just I'm like dying for more than ever. <laughs> oh man, I'm ready I for free wait. agency. Yeah, I'm ready for that too because that will clear some stuff up. Yeah. So, so, so speaking of the draft, we're going to go and just go into our conversation we had about just looking at cost for trading up and um, just get an idea of, you know, who knows if they'll trade up. I'd imagine that they're like interested in it now. I don't know if it'll be possible because I don't know if it's someone will want to move back all the way to 19 and all those quarterbacks may be gone within the first four or five picks, you know, we'll see. But, but still just as, just to give an idea of how much it would cost based on the draft value chart and based on trades that have happened based on that chart for Washington to move up to five with Cincinnati would cost an extra one and a three. Right. So just to give you an idea. So that's, we're going to go to that conversation now and we'll be back soon uh, doing a couple mock drafts, just trying to keep ourselves entertained here for, for the next month or so. So let's go into that conversation we had now. If you love a good chicken sandwich, you have to go to hot chicken kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. They are a minority-owned, veteran-owned small business, and they've brought Nashville-style hot chicken to the D.C. area. Their chicken sandwich is one of the best you'll ever have, and you can't get it anywhere else. Hot Chicken Kitchen in Woodbridge, Virginia. Look them up. Try it out. You won't regret it. What we're going to talk about today is what it would cost if Washington was trading up. If they were interested in trading up probably into the top 10 to get an idea of what they would have to give up because people will say, you know, you give the same thing you would for Deshaun Watson. And that's really not the case. Um, nope. You know, it's not gonna, it wouldn't be quite that much uh, there. So Washington's at 19 and depending on what the jets do, depending on what the Falcons do, you know, all of the four, top four quarterbacks could be gone by eight where the Panthers pick, right. Mm-hmm. And depending on what the Panthers do, um, maybe they make a trade before the draft, but as it stands right now, it's possible that, and I would say likely that none of them make it past eight. So you're looking at trading up probably with the lions, 
with the Bengals, uh, maybe with the Falcons, the Dolphins, or the Jets, right? Those, like, that's yeah. it. And and of those, most of them, I trading back to 19 is kind of steep. Uh, also, the Eagles, I don't really see a – you don't see that a lot, like a trade between two division rivals, yeah. even in the draft. You don't see that a lot. No. So you're looking up at trading – we'll just say somewhere between two and nine. So somewhere between 17 and 10 spots. So we're going to look at past trades that have happened in the draft, similar range, similar distance, similar jump, um, and get an idea of what it would cost Washington. Now, Tay, I'm sure you know this. The NFL has a draft value, like draft pick value chart. Right. That is kind of universally used more or less, but it's not the end all be all. You can look it up online. You can find it. And basically for those who don't know, every pick in the draft has a numerical value. Mm-hmm. First overall pick being most valuable at, I believe 3000 points with the 32nd pick being the least valuable in the first round. at I think 590 points. And so essentially what, what it is, is if you wanted to trade up to the first pick, you need to give them 3000 points worth of value. So, you know, maybe you traded your first round pick, say that's 590, and then you trade your second, and that's 200 some. That's how it works. Uh, but that's not the end all be all. Because I tell you, in 2012, when they traded for RG3, they gave up a lot more than what the draft value chart would have suggested they should. But we'll get into that. So, I would imagine Washington would have to trade, would have to give up more than what the draft value chart would suggest. So, let's get down into it then, man. So, Let's get into it and let's look back at these trades. These all happened within the last 10 years, most of them more recently. So last year, trade number one, okay? Last year, the Pittsburgh Steelers traded up 10 spots. They traded from the 20th pick to the 10th pick with the Denver Broncos, and they gave up their first and second round selections and then a third round pick the following year. Mm. So they only get – now, I really don't care about the swap of picks. Every draft yeah, trade involves a swap of picks. I don't care about that. Yeah. If we traded away three ones, we really traded away two ones. Right. Like with RG3, we gave up two ones to the Rams, not three. Yeah. So, so the Steelers, they really only gave up a second and a third round selection yeah. to jump from 20 to 10. Yeah. It's interesting. This was, um, this was in 2019. And you look at wow. it, and I, I think that the value of the – I think the value for quarterbacks is always steeper. They picked Devin Bush, who was a good linebacker for them. Mm-hmm. I If this was a quarterback, I think they're paying at least somewhat more. But, but you look at – I mean, we don't well, know. I guess, we I don't know. Do. I guess they do. Right. Uh, but so basically, you know, essentially you would look at this and you'd say, well, so one of them sitting there at nine, right? Denver, maybe Trey Lance or Justin Fields, whoever slides to nine, which I don't see happening, but you never know that theoretically Washington is only having to trade uh, with swap first and then give up a second and a third or, or maybe two twos or maybe a second, a third and a fifth Probably something a little extra since it's one spot higher, but that's interesting because it's, it's not likely, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. What do you think about that? Yeah, that is, you know, I think hopefully someone is going to fall that far. But, I mean, mainly the guy that I want, I don't think he will. It's a possibility. Right. But I don't think that's much, you know. But No, it's not. It's know, not a lot you, at all. Exactly. You see Pittsburgh moved up for Bush, and 
I just feel like people will know that we're we're going for quarterback, so they may charge. It's gonna, us they're going to charge more, right? Exactly. I agree. Um, I mean, the, and the interesting thing about this is they actually the third round pick was a, was the following season. So that year they only gave up a second, mm-hmm. and then a third the following year. I don't know. It to me it feels like the Steelers got over on the Broncos, but I guess the Broncos felt good dropping ten spots and, and felt like they could get value. 10 spots later. Yeah, but I guess so. I think with quarterback, I do think the price will be somewhat higher. I think there will be more bidders. Um, but exactly. but we're, this basically gives you an idea, though. Washington at least shouldn't pay much more than that to jump up from 19 to 9 or 19 to 10 or something like that. They shouldn't be giving up much more than a second and a third. Right. So, but again, it, it, it varies. It definitely does vary. Okay, so let's look at... This is from 2018. Uh, I believe this is for Sam Darnold now. The Jets traded the sixth pick to the Colts for the third pick. Uh, the Jets, so they swapped picks, of course, and then two second rounders in 2018 and a second rounder in 2019. So they gave up three second round picks to jump up from six to three for Sam Darnold. And see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> because they, ju- they they jumped three picks but they gave up more than what the Steelers gave up to jump 10 picks. Yeah. But it was from 20 to 10 versus from six to three. And it was for a quarterback. What, what did they give up again? They essentially gave up two second round picks in 2018 and a second round pick in 2019. And see, that's not bad. You know, I, that's, that's not bad, but that was going from six to three. Yeah. You were, yeah. Yeah. Now we talk about going from 19 to three. <laughs> yeah. Those different. twos might turn into ones. <laughs> but i mean that i guess <laughs> yeah, provides right. some like that provides context of the fact that it's it's kind of unpredictable now i don't think washington would be a would would a jump from 19 to 3 would be steep steep like this is proof of that for a quarterback but it's it is it's interesting to see the difference in position and and how three spots three three twos so if you were to compare that with trying to jump, you know, 12 or 13 spots for a quarterback, you know, I think you're almost combining this and the Steelers. We're giving up a first and two twos and a three and a five, you know, or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, three second round picks to jump up from six to three for Sam Darnold a few years ago. And, you know, hopefully they hold on to Sam Darnold and that, that'd be great for Washington. That would be if you're awesome. looking at they're looking to trade up. So that one is is a bit uh, more context of, of how much it can cost even just to be a few spots at the quarterback position. Now, this one, I believe it's 2017 or 2018, um, but the Bills traded their first round selection, number 12, and two seconds to jump up to seven overall with the Buccaneers. So they jumped five spots from 12 to seven, and they gave up two twos. Mm. So say if Washington's trying to jump from 19 to 7, right? Seven step backwards, seven seven spots backwards, um, and that's a 12-step jump. So you know you're starting off with two second-round picks, right? Um, right. For Washington, that would be – so the seventh pick is worth 1,500. That would be 390 this year plus, let's say, next year. Let me pull my calculator. 390 plus about 270. Plus, you know, 875. So the seventh pick I said is worth 1500. Washington 
if they gave up this year's one and then two and then two next year, they're at 1535 in terms of value. Mm. So again, that's, that's the interesting thing about this chart, man, because it's, it's, it's kind of, I don't know. It's, it's, it's not like cut and dry. It's not like the team's going to say, no, look at the draft chart. Yeah. You know, I think that if Washington jumped from 19 to seven, they may be giving up one, two, one, two. Like, I feel like there may be a first round pick on top of that. What do you think? I think so. And I, and I, and I don't think they necessarily mind that. I don't think so. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. One and two twos. It's not bad to 12 spots. I think, I think the parameter is, is three. Yeah. I think that's where you start to like really go crazy (laughs) for, for, I think I think what they're willing. I mean, this is I have no sources, but I think from personally, I would be I would be willing to go no more than three ones to get into the top. And you know, the interesting thing about it is I didn't know this, but you can't trade beyond two years down the road. Really? So three ones essentially, or, or next year and the year after that, first round picks is the most that they could in terms of first round picks. Wow. Uh, well, and that benefits us then, uh, in a sense, right? Because it's like there's only there is a cap to how much you can give. Yeah. <laughs> um, or what about you know because looking long term and 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 whatnot, knowing you know you're not going to be able to pay John Allen and Deron Payne and Matt Ines and Tim Settle and Montez Sweat and Chase Young, uh, you're going to have to draft and replace guys. What if you were to say two twos and John Allen or two twos and Deron Payne or you know or or a one and Deron Payne and a three, you know, something like that, and just package one of those guys in there to move up for a quarterback. How would you feel about that? I would hate that, but at the same token, I think that's okay. Yeah, like you hate um, you hate to weaken your strongest position, but if you're strengthening your weakest position, then it's like exactly you, you know, exactly. like you can't win without losing some kind of weight. Right? No, yeah, I, yeah, and and that's okay. You know, I, I would be okay with that, honestly. Um, and you can draft, you can get a guy that's in there. And, and like you say, you, we can, we're not going to be able to pay all those guys. No. And no, um, not within a few years. We have a pretty good D-line coach, and we still got Settle and, and stuff like that that can move his way in there and stuff. So I, right. I would not be opposed to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, like they don't have to start the trading, you know, this year, but you just kind of have that foresight of knowing – you know, within the next three years, you would have to. And if the team was like Super Bowl contenders now, then I'd say, no, don't trade him. Keep yeah. the gang together. Let's go try to yeah. win a Super Bowl in the next two, three years and right. then do that. But you're not going to contend for a Super Bowl unless you get a quarterback. And if you were to trade a John Allen, Deron Payne, and they're both very good players, you still have some of the best depth at that group in the entire NFL. Yeah, you really do. So I, I that's kind of an interesting thing I've been looking at, I don't know if they'll do that. You know, I, I, I know they love that group and, and they know how important it is, but I, I also think they'll be aggressive about quarterback. But again, this third trade was essentially uh, the bills jumped from seven, from 12 to seven and gave up two second round picks. And, you know, if you look at Washington and Detroit trying to move up from 19 to seven, which would be five extra spots or seven extra spots. We think that it would, that there would be a first round pick on top of that which is right. essentially what the draft value chart tells you. It'd be a first round pick and two second round picks. Right. 
and I could see that. I could see one, two twos, and like a three. And I mean, I don't know. Or I mean, a four or five. So let's move on to another one. Okay, so in 20, I think that was 2018, I think. I think this is also 2018. Uh, the Cardinals traded their first, third, and fifth round selections to jump up five spots to 10 with the Raiders. Mm. So, and they, and then that, if I'm not mistaken, they drafted Josh Rosen. So they went from 15 to 10 for a third and a fifth. Yeah. And, and so you got, you go from 12 to seven for two twos, and then you go from 15 to 10 for a third and a fifth. And then the Steelers went from 20 to 10 for, what was it? Uh, uh, a second and a third. Yeah. You see, that's weird. It's, it's pretty interesting, right? How it kind of just varies. Yeah. Um, and again, they were drafting quarterback here. They're going Josh Rosen. And so maybe if it's seven or, or eight, I mean, you know, maybe not, or whoever ends up at eight, maybe the, maybe the Panthers trade up and someone else is at eight, seven, eight or nine from 19, you know, and they're not getting a bunch of calls. Maybe you're not giving up everything that you have. Right. Yeah, that's true. From 15 to 10 for an extra third and a fifth. So from 19 to 10 for a second and a third and a fifth or something like that. Or, you know, something in that general range. Basically, any of these trades we're talking about, Tay, I'm fine with. It's not until, like you said, you get into the we're giving up three ones and two twos that you start yeah. getting crazy. None exactly. of these scratch the surface of what it would cost to get Deshaun Watson. No, it doesn't. Not even close. It doesn't. All right, another one. Let's the, the way I've got these lined up makes them hard to read sometimes. Okay, this one is 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 pretty relevant. Um, this is okay. The other ones were all in uh, twenty nineteen or eighteen. This one I believe is twenty seventeen. I don't remember exactly who was picked, but Buffalo traded their first and fifth round selections and offensive tackle Cordy Glenn, starting player, to Cincinnati for their first and sixth round selections. Uh, that was a jump for Buffalo. Uh, from 21 to 12. So hmm. they jumped up, uh, what, what's that, nine spots, right? Yeah. Nine spots. They gave up an extra fifth round pick and a starting offensive tackle. Hmm. And like the lower you get in the draft, you know, even if it's, I mean, the lower you get in terms of where you're trading up to, even if the range is the same, the price will be lower. That was nine spots. So I feel like trading up from 14 to five will be more expensive than from 21 to 12, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, maybe not crazy. I mean, a fifth, a fifth and a tackle to jump up nine spots. Granted, this is to 12. You know, we don't think someone will be there at 12, but we don't know. We don't know who will be there at 12. The 49ers sit at 12. Maybe they're good at quarterback by the draft or it's Trey Lance and, or it's someone that they're not particular. Maybe it's Trey Lance sitting there at 12 and, and they want, they'd rather roll with Garoppolo or they got Kirk cousins or something in Washington sitting there at 19 looking to trade up seven spots to 12. Well, we're starting with the fifth round pick and either a starting player or, you know, a third or a second essentially to jump up there again, nothing yeah. crazy. No, nothing crazy. I mean, see, and, and that's why I think we, it benefits us to go through draft because these these other. I mean, you hear what went there. They're looking forward for wins, you know. <laughs> they're, and, and not, they're crazy. Not saying that. 
yeah, you know, and, and I don't even want wins, you know, but it's just no. like good night, you know, they're asking for a lot. I mean, you look they are. At, I mean, and he's not even if, if they're asking that much for wins, then just imagine what they're gonna ask for for even if a Wilson does come available or a, a Derek Carr, because I think those those quarterbacks are both better. Oh much and they're better. gonna demand a lot, you know. I, so yeah. Yeah. I mean it's, I, agree. I think our best our best opportunity to get quarterback is through draft. I would say the cheapest, but the best would be the, the draft or through um, free agency. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, free agency, you mean like literally like signing somebody? Yeah, like signing someone. I assume you're just, I assume you're only talking about Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like I'm not a, I think Carson Wentz could be a good quarterback again, but you know, you can't excuse the fact that he was very bad this year. I know he, I know that they had uh, so many injuries, but he was still very bad. Right. You look at, you know, Derek Carr or, or Deshaun Watson, who was very good or Derek Carr, who had his best year or Russell Wilson, who's Russell Wilson. Yeah. I mean, if, if Carson Wentz, you know, went for two first round picks, then (laughs) Derek Carr is not going for anything less than two first round picks. Right. So, now I don't think Carson Wentz will go for two first round picks. That would be I think insane. They're going to be stuck. I think they're going to be stuck, and they're going to have to settle with getting rid of him because I agree. Now, now they made him available. Now they're going to have to settle, right. kind of like Trent Williams situation. Mm, yeah, because you can't go now that now that you you're having these intense uh, trade talks, you can't keep him now. Exactly. Like you just can't like bring him back. Oh well, we were trying to trade you, it didn't work out. Now come start for us. And then <laughs> right. if if he didn't have his quarter uh, his contract. Then I think you could ask for more. Like, well, you you could, or if he was on his rookie deal. But that yeah, contract yeah. is a beast. Yes, it is. That it's a is beast. Hefty. So you got a quarterback with the heavy contract coming off a horrible season where he got benched, who <laughs> still does have injury concerns. And really, you're just banking on a 2017 season, three four years ago, where he played at MVP level. They're not getting two ones. They're not getting no. two ones in the start. No, 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 no. They're not. Um, okay, so. Again, so the the Cincinnati trade we first so the Bengals gave up a first a third and and Cordy Glenn to move up from twenty one to twelve. Uh, this one is 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 not as significant, but just to give you an idea of and Chicago overpaid, but for Mitch Trubisky they traded up from three to two. They literally moved up one spot. <laughs> they gave up a third, a fourth, and a third the following year to move from three to two. So again, with quarterback keep people can get kind of desperate i don't think they had to trade up at all i don't i don't think anyone was moving up for mitchell trubisky and it's crazy he went before deshaun watson and patrick mahomes um i'm still trying to figure out how patrick mahomes and deshaun watson fell to 10 and 12 but to me that's that year kind of looking back on it was the opposite of this year where in in 2017 you had all these teams who had a quarterback they weren't sure on but they also weren't willing to move on from yet. Like the Jaguars had Mitchell Trubisky, you know, um, I can't remember all the other teams. The Bears, the Bears, well, the Bears took, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The Jaguars had Blake Bortles is what I meant to say. The Jags had Blake Bortles. um, The Browns had, I don't remember. They might've just taken, who'd they take? They may have taken Johnny Manziel the year before 
or like all these like all these teams that we look back and say they should have taken Mahomes Brandon and Watson and they should have no. <laughs> well <laughs> remember yeah, that guy yes i do remember that guy <laughs> he was like 30 years old when he got Terrible. drafted <laughs> he was <laughs> okay so this one is one of the most interesting ones to me and this is do you remember that the rams traded up for jared goff i do remember that yep i had completely forgotten until a little while ago when i looked it up but they traded up from 15 to one. Mm, 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 now, you know that that was a quarterback starved year for that to even happen. And then for the first two, for the quarterbacks to go one and two, and then either no more or Paxton Lynch, like 26. It was, I can't remember if Lynch went to that same year, but that was 2016. And that was Wentz two. Wentz two. Yep. Goff one, yep. Wentz two. Yep. Um, and let me look up. I, I, I can't remember if that was the year where they those were the only two drafted or if that was Winston Mariota. And I'm pulling it up, but again, the Wi-Fi is it knows I'm talking about it. Let's see. Um yeah, Paxton Lynch went 26. So it was it was Goff, Wentz, and then Paxton Lynch, 26. Yeah, that year was terrible. Yeah, Paxton Lynch had to be one of the least talked about first round quarterbacks I ever remember. Yeah. Like in the league in college. But so the Titans. I'm sorry, the Rams gave up their first rounder, of course, two second round picks, a third round pick that year. So that year extra, they gave up two twos, a three. Mm. Then the the next year, a one and a three. And then they got back the first pick along with the fourth and the sixth pick. They got back a fourth pick, right? So like that almost balances out the third that you gave up. Yeah. So essentially, let's just kind of call the third and the fourth pick, let's just, for sake of discussion, let's call those about even. Fourth and sixth for third, let's call that even and get rid of the third that year. They essentially gave up two second-round picks, a first-round pick, and a third-round pick extra to move right. up from 15 to 1. This is the trade that I can't stop looking at because this is the one to me where I say if Washington's trying to trade up like to 12, 13, 14, 15 spots and all you have to give up is two twos, a three, and then a one, essentially. Me, I'm doing it. Look, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it, too. Look, the way, you know the way I look at it. They could just as easily miss on those picks as they could hit. Exactly. Like You can view it. You can look at it positive. It's great to have picks, but again, it's great to have a quarterback. So, yeah. And this is, again, this is nowhere close to what it would cost to get Deshaun Watson. Again, I don't count that first first round pick. You, you're not giving that up. You're swapping that. So they didn't trade two first round picks. They traded one first round pick, two second round picks, and two third round picks. They got back a fourth and a sixth on top of the swap. So and that's, to the, that's to one. And I'm pretty sure, Tay, if I were to do the math on this, that this would be, I think it's under what the value was there. And so maybe that was just a lucky year where, you know, um, the Titans were, they had Mariota. They had drafted him the year before, right? This is 2016. They drafted Mariota 15, if I'm not mistaken. And so they were not looking at quarterback at one. And so that's to me, the Bengals this year, or maybe the Dolphins at three. Like we yeah. do not need a quarterback and we could take a tackle or a wide receiver based on who's available, but we also have a lot of holes to fill and we'll take that, those extra twos and that three and that one. And and the thing that benefits us is their NFC team. I mean, their AFC teams. Right. So there's no, you know, that's there's no consideration there at all. Exactly. It doesn't it doesn't matter at all. And we and again, this is 
from 15 to one going 19 to five, honestly should not even be this steep. Cause it's not the first pick or right. it'd, it'd be maybe two twos, a three and a one or a two, a three, a one and a three or something like that. You know, this is yeah, the one that sticks see, out to me. But you see where, where, where we stand out is, is although we may not be able to offer like a, a lion's pick or like a, um, a, a 12 pick, we have a defensive. We got a defensive line where we can at least give one. You know, right, right, exactly. You can give up something there, which is another position. And look, the Bengals have needs really at every position, exactly. ex- except for quarterback. Exactly. It just depends on how they decide to play it. But like you said, you could give up a defensive lineman there, along with you know two twos and a three or something like that. I don't know. And it's it's just then they can get their receiver. You know. And that's the thing. I'm thinking if the 19. Bengals are looking receiver, there's great well, they value get the at offensive 19. line. They, they can, can get, get their offensive line uh, at, at like 19. A, Le- a Leatherwood or, or, I mean, I don't know, maybe a Slayton Christian, or something like that. Christian, whatever. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. But I look at the – like, I think the Dolphins will stay put. Who knows? I mean, three is, is up there. But Cincinnati is a team that I feel like, depending on how things go. they receiver. Through the Bengals? Yeah, they don't. I mean, well, AJ Green's leaving, so they've got they got Boyd, those young guys, Boyd and Higgins, and so I don't necessarily. I I mean, I agree. I don't think they need to hit receiver immediately. They could go second or third round right. with receiver and go tackle or or elsewhere or defense in the first round. Um, and I mean, even the Falcons. If you look at the Falcons, and and like I think they'll go quarterback because like it seems to make the most sense. But they are not moving on from Matt Ryan this year. Like they can't. There'd be a $50 million dead cap hit if they moved on from mm. Matt Ryan. So they're not moving on from Matt Ryan. They're not, they've said they're not moving on from Julio Jones. And it seems like they viewed this past season as more of a down year than a time yeah. to rebuild. Maybe they decide we're not going to go quarterback at four. We'll go quarterback in round two. I don't know. We'll take Kyle Trask or we'll take Kellen Mond or, you know, we'll take someone later, have him sit behind Matt Ryan for a couple years. And then at four, if they decide they're not going quarterback, then I mean, you look at their roster and they're talented. They don't need a wide receiver at four. They don't necessarily need need to go O-line at four. They don't necessarily need to. They don't need linebacker Micah Parsons at four. Cornerback is the only position I could say maybe they need to go at four. But if they decide, you know, Wilson and Lawrence, let's say, are gone and they don't want Fields or, or uh, Lance, then maybe they say, let's move back and get some picks. I don't know, man. That's, right. It's just like anything is possible. And last year's drafts had so few trades that I feel like this year is going to make up for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially with all this quarterback action. So that one sticks out big time to me. They The 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 Rams gave up two second-round picks, a third-round pick, and then a first and a third the following year to move up from 15 to 1, obviously giving up the 15th pick to move up to 1, swapping picks there. Um, and, then, and then let's see, let's see, let's see. I mean, so I forgot. I, I, I'd forgotten exactly what Washington gave up for RG3. They moved up from six to two, right? Actually, I'm sorry, I'm not there just yet. We got a, just a couple uh, uh, in in 2016 to get Carson Wentz because that was also a trade up. The Eagles gave up third and fourth round picks, and then a first round pick. And a, okay, sorry, they gave up in in 2016. Uh, they swapped first, and then they gave up a third and a fourth that year, a first the following year, and a second the year after that. So ultimately, three, four, one, and two to move from eight to two. Three, four, one, and two. Only one extra first-round pick. So you gave up a one, two, three, and a four (laughs) is what you gave up over the course of 2016 to 2018. Yeah, it's not bad. To move up from eight to two. Um, So that's why, you know, if you're looking at 
eight to two, then you say nineteen to two. It seems like it'd be too steep, but uh, I mean, once that once you get to four with Atlanta, and that's not bad a move to to move up six spots when you compare what Washington gave up to move up from six to two for RG three, right? Right. But um, uh, I think once you once you get to the three, four, five range, maybe that's when things could get interesting if they haven't made a move at quarterback yet. Um, and then I think. The last one that I want to look at um, is really just the RG3 trade. I, I'd forgotten exactly what they gave up. They essentially swapped ones, and then they gave up two twos and two. a two. Two ones they, and a two. Yeah, right. They gave, up, they gave up. They gave away two first-round picks and a second-round pick. Right. And that's not as bad as I, I so thought. They, so I thought they, swapped, they, they swapped one, and then they gave up two, right? Yes, they swapped one, they gave up two extra, and then they gave up a second. And then the Rams made other moves, and those three extra picks resulted in six total picks. Got you. But, like, I remembered it being worse. I don't know. I thought they gave up, like, the extra twos and then, and I mean, the extra ones and then, like, two twos and, like, a three and, a, like, a five. I thought it was something like that. I, I didn't realize they really only gave up three extra picks. Now, it's really the... It's really the the second first round pick. It shouldn't have been. It should have probably been a one and two twos or something like that. But this is not crazy. To, like it's it's a lot, but it's not as crazy as I thought it was. I would um, do that tomorrow. I'd give up. I give up two two ones, two extra ones, and a two to move up from nineteen to wherever it takes to get a quarterback. Yeah. I don't, and that's just like if you don't want to do that, like that's fine. Like you don't have to do what we want to do. But I would do that, Tay. <laughs> Yeah, because I would do that to move up to two. Because they gave up the second was um, let's see, they yeah, so the second was the same year. So essentially, that would be giving up this year's second round pick, first round picks the next two years. You still got two threes, a four, five, six, seven this year. You still got a two, three, four, five, six, seven the next year. Two, three, four, five, like, like if the if the quarterback hits, it does not matter, right? It only matters if the quarterback busts. And even if you didn't trade for him, it's like you're still set back somewhat. But also Washington was in the playoffs again in 2015 because of Kirk Cousins. So I also don't buy that it sets your organization back significantly. Like you can still recover from it quickly. Um, But if the cost to move up from 19 to four or five was two ones, you know, two additional ones and a two, I'll do it, Tay. And and it, if you hate me for it, that's fine. Not you, anyone listening. If you disagree, that is perfectly fine. I won't judge you. It's a <laughs> difference of opinion. I'm just saying I would do it if it's you know. And and if it works out, then no one will be complaining. But I guess that just gives you an idea of. I think the main thing to take away from this, Tay, is is really just that no trade in the draft is going to pale in comparison to what it would cost to get a Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Um. It it may be it may it may be similar to what it would cost for a Derek Carr possibly. Yeah. Um. Depending on you know just how these things shake out. You know, if it was a first and a third for Stafford, then then you know not that's not quite as much. So it just kind of varies. It just depends. It really yeah, does it, depend. It it does, and and I think the the best part about it is that you're not gonna. I, I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we made it to the playoffs, you know, and, and it does hurt a little bit because you look at the Lions, you look at San Francisco, and, you know, you look at Dallas, you know, yeah, they, they're in favorable, posi- favorable for positions, 
you know, as far as where we wish we could be and therefore we wouldn't have to give up as much, but at the same token, you know, (laughs) yeah, it's like, I guess Ron figured, you know, regardless of where we are, we're willing to throw the farm at, if, if the guy's right, we're going to go get our guy. So it doesn't matter if we're picking at seven, we're picking at 19, we're going to go get the guy no matter what. So that's what I'm assuming. And if, if that's the mindset, it's going to be cheaper as you, as you mentioned, and, and, and a lot of these deals, who knows, you know, you got some good people in the front office, maybe someone cut you some slack and, you know, we can finally win a, win a trade and buy, yo, the, the Washington football team finally won a trade. You know, you never know what happens, man. And, and um, we, it seems like we got likable guys in the front office and, I mean, yeah. that Bengals that Bengals team and that Miami Dolphins team, I'm going to keep a close eye on that because yeah. if we can – like, those deals are not bad at all, and you're not mortgaged in the future at all. No, you're not. You're definitely not. If you can't build a team after, you know, giving up whatever you gave up, then that's on you. You need to, you yeah. know, you need to evaluate. You need to draft well. You need to make good decisions because you got to hit on those late-round picks whether you give up your early picks or not. Right. And and that's really how you build a team is is hitting on those late round picks, um, so yeah, man, I I like I don't think that going into the draft is their ideal because I just think it's so you know like unpredictable. Yeah. But I think that if they ended up in the draft and it came to having to move up, but you move up and you got a guy, I think they'd be happy with that. I just don't think they want to bank on that, and that's smart because you can't bank on it. I think you got to do something now if you're going to go draft. I think. The quicker you can get it done, the less people. And I think that's why they're so quiet. I can see something happening. Like, I mean, how how soon was the RG three? April. It was. Oh, it was like early March. March. It was early March. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and it's like if you can, if if they're like being so secretive, and everybody's like, okay, uh, maybe they're they're in on this veteran. And next thing you know, Washington football team, they move up to the number two. Like, I can see something like that happening. Maybe not necessarily number two pick. But if they think yeah. Bills or Wilson is their guy, why not get it over with? Why not let's let's start it? Let's try to start getting some the groundwork. That way we can yeah. beat everyone to it. Or if they feel like they like they they don't care who they end up with, like they like them all. Yeah. And so they say, well, let's just move up, and whoever falls to us, we're happy with them. And and can you imagine? I would love being in that position. Like if we move up like tomorrow. And, and <laughs> right, it would, right. It, it would be per- like I would right. just relax for the rest of just, the all season. Right, right. That would, man. That would that would make and, things so fun. And <laughs> I would love that. Like I don't, I don't think it'll happen, but I would love that. That would be phenomenal. It was March 9th when they but traded I, for RG three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like if you can, if you can do that and just get that out of the way, because honestly, I don't think teams would be, I don't think teams would be expecting it right now. Right. You know, if you can kind of get a head start and start talking to the teams, like, hey, look. Miami, I'm calling. Can we can we get something done? You know, I don't want a lot of people to know. You know, and yeah. of course they're going to want to weigh their offer, their you know, weigh their options. But you can kind of catch some people off guard quickly if you can right. get you know get a head start on that stuff. So, and I, I was actually wondering. I almost tweeted something about that today. Is I wonder if if you know not just Washington, if teams in general that are looking, I guess specifically to move up, maybe for a quarterback, take a big jump, if they. When do they start making those calls? When do they start getting an idea of what it would take? You know, is it now? Is it in March? Is it closer to the draft? When do they start doing their due diligence and saying, hey, Cincinnati, you know, are you interested in moving back? Right. If you are, you know, what would it cost? And, right. and you know, maybe 
you know, free agency would have to happen and they would have to figure out what moves they're able to make and then decide. But I wonder about that. And I don't doubt that that is, those are calls that will be happening. um, If they don't, you know, make a move because I don't, I mean, even if you traded for Sam Darnold before the draft, I don't, I don't think you feel great about your quarterback room. No, still. you don't. No, you don't. If you trade for Mariota, you feel a little better. You say he can be, you know, at worst a bridge at, at, at best, maybe a little more than that. But right. again, other than that, I don't think you, there's much going on. Wentz will be traded. I think Carr will stay put now. I thought he'd be traded. I think he'll stay put. I think Mariota will be traded. I think Darnold may be traded, but you also just need a couple. If 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 the Jets and the Falcons decided not to go quarterback, then it really opens up that door. It really, really opens up that door. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think it'll ultimately end up being, you know, the draft. Right. By the before we know what what the future plan is. Um. But also having said that, since I said that, it made a declarative statement. It also means that they'll probably make a trade for a quarterback tomorrow. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> so. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's those are my thoughts, and uh, just kind of get an idea of what it would cost to move up. Uh, do you have any anything else to add there? No, nope. I'm looking forward to just um, look. Just I'm just looking forward to the you know we got the the uh, tag period coming up with Sheriff and yeah, figure out what we're going to do with that and uh, Dak Prescott and Shaq Barrett and a couple other Hunter Henry. You know we got that. So that should be some news. And I'm not saying we're in on all of those. Yeah, Galladay, you know, Galladay. So we're not, we may not be in on any of those, but this is some news to right. you know to talk about, hold us over till free agency. So right, right, right. that's coming up, man. February, February is going to be over quick. Yeah, it will. It will. It's the short, shortest month in the year. Yep. <laughs> when we got through January, January was slow, but February, I think we'll yeah. get through faster. All right, man. Well, uh, until next time, this is Todd. This is Tate. Thanks for listening. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.